Blog Talk Radio. This is Bustin' Loose in Faith, with none other than Apostle Dudley Tebow and Prophetess Lisa Tebow. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a broadcast that brings you word and encouragement for your soul. We want you to remember that you don't have no worries. All you need is faith in God. Bustin' Loose and Faith airs Tuesdays and Fridays at 6 p.m. Central Time. Now, without further ado, let's get into this broadcast. And may God bless you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God is good and worthy to be praised. All praise, all glory, all honor belongs to him this day and forevermore. Oh, Heavenly Father, as we approach upon the earth, oh, Heavenly Father, as we approach upon the throne of grace, we come to you humbling ourselves. I need that mighty hand. Just a thank you and a praise you for your mercy, your grace, and your love. Just a thank you and a praise you for who you are, that you are God. And besides thee, there is no other worship in spirit and in truth. Oh, precious Father, as we come to you, humble ourselves in the dumb mighty hand here tonight, just a thank you and a praise you for who you are, that you are God. And besides thee, there is no other worship in spirit and in truth. We are so grateful and thankful for everything that you have done, is doing, and will do. In the name of Jesus, oh, Heavenly Father, I get out of the way that you may have your way here today. Tonight, in Jesus' precious and holy name, I am the man Calvary's cross. Anointed as a prayer, use me, Father God, for thy glory. In the name of Jesus, the name of above every other name, for the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord for the praise and the glory and the honor of God as we get out of the way of have your way here today. Let the Holy Spirit of God lead God and direct our footsteps. Thank you for answering prayers, honor requests, and the most of all for salvation to go forth that the kingdom of God may grow. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. If you have your Bible, I'd like you to open up to the book of Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 14 through 21. The book of Matthew. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 14, verse 14 through 21. And the word of God says, And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with and was moved with compassion towards them and healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now spent. Send the multitude away. Send the multitude away that they may go into the village and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart. Give ye them to eat. And they said unto him, We have, we have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass. 
and took the five loaves and the two fishes and looked up to heaven. He blessed and broke and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up of the fragments and there remained 12 baskets full. And they that had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. This is the word of God for the people of God. May the Lord and a blessing to the hearers and to the doers of his holy word. This thing that I want to talk about, hallelujah. Whatever you have, whatever you give to God, he will multiply it. Whatever you give to God, he will multiply it. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters in Christ, whatever you give to God, whatever you give to God, he will multiply. Whatever you give to God, he will multiply. Brothers and sisters in Christ, God is a good God. He's merciful and he's graceful. He is a God that sits high but looks low. He's a God that knows us all by name, the very hairs on our head. Here in the scriptures, when we look in the book of Matthew, the 14th chapter, verse 14 through 21, we see where a multitude of people was following Jesus. And after a while, Jesus was moved with compassion towards them. He was moved with compassion towards them because he wanted to see what what the disciples would have done because because of him uh, being moved with compassion towards them. And when evening was come, his disciples came to him and said, and said unto him, this is a deserted place. And it is time, the time is now spent. Send the people away so that they may buy themselves vittles of food. Jesus, this was an opportunity for the disciples to practice what Jesus taught them. A lot of times, my brothers and sisters in Christ, when we get in a situation where we say that we are followers of Christ, a lot of times we look at things in the natural and we want to to push it aside. We want to, we can't see beyond the natural. We can't see beyond what we can see. I'll stop by tonight to let you know that everything that we encounter in life, it is an opportunity for us to get God involved in every situation. Sometimes we take it upon ourselves and try to figure things out. 
in our own head, in our own way of thinking. But I'll stop by to let you know that the word says that in the book of Isaiah that God's ways is not like our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are not like ours. As high as the heaven is of the earth, how high the thoughts of God is. He thinks and he do things according to want to be a blessing to somebody else. Sometimes we as disciples of Christ, as the disciples here in the book of Matthew, they took upon themselves to be selfish, took upon themselves to be only concerned about me, myself, and I. Where when it comes to God's business, we have to put our agenda to the side and be partakers of his agenda. His agenda is always to reach out. His agenda is always to come up with a solution for the whole picture, not just for the immediate uh, 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 situation that's taking place. So after the disciples came to Jesus and told him to send people off, Jesus gave them an opportunity when he said to them, hallelujah, you need not depart. Give ye them to eat. And the disciples said unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. And he said, Jesus told him, Well, they have five loaves of bread and two fishes. Bring them to me. So they brought it to Jesus. Then Jesus told, told the disciples to have the people sit down on the bread. And when he did that, the disciples, the disciples went to the multitude and told them to sit down on the grass. After that was done, Jesus took the loaf and the fishes. But I want you to notice that you can't do God's work just any kind of way. Everything has a place. Everything has to be done decent and in order. And the Bible says when Jesus took the two loaves, the five loaves and two fishes, he looked on, he looked up to heaven, and he blessed and break. He looked on the heaven. He blessed and break and gave the loaves to his disciples. And the disciples gave to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. He, he gave to the disciples. And the disciples gave to the multitude. And they were all filled to capacity. In other words, there was a buffet created in a desert place. There was a buffet that was created when Jesus got involved. 
little as much when God is in it. You see, God is not looking for the big thing. He's looking for what you already have. He's looking for what you are willing to sacrifice, what you are willing to put in his hand, that he may bless it, that he may bless it to where it, it will fill, will fill those to capacity, fill those for the immediate need to be met, fill those that is willing to put it in his hand. When they put it in his hand, he multiplied the loaves. He multiplied the fishes. The Bible says, after all have eaten, then the disciples, after all had eaten and were filled, then the disciples picked up the fragments, picked up the remains, and filled 12 baskets full. And they had eaten were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. Beloved, when we offer something to God, he multiplies it better to us over and over again. Child of God, what we offer to God sincerely and specifically, God will reward us with the grace to complete what we lack. Yes, I stand by tonight on this Tuesday night in June to let you know that whatever you give God, whether small or great, he will multiply it. But we have to give it to him willingly. We have to be able, we have to give it to him sacrificially. Child of God, if you give it over to God willingly, he will multiply it. So don't focus on your limit ability. Look on to the hills from which come at your help. Your help coming from the Lord. Beloved, one of the reasons why we don't see God performing miracles out here in 2023 and in our lives is because we spent all our time focusing on our own ability rather than God's ability. God is not limited by what we see. He's a God that has no limits. You see, when it comes to serving God, it is not about you. It's about him. To believe in Christ, God is always at work all around us. Hallelujah. He's always working, even when we are not faithful to what we should be doing. Believers in Christ, God is always at work all around us. And he is calling for us to join him in his agenda, in his work, in kingdom business. God is always calling us to do the impossible.
possible. Bible says here in the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 20, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. Then we ask to think according to the power that working in us. So, beloved, we are, we as God's children, we limit God's ability to do the miraculous through us. Believers of Christ, it is time here in 2023 to trust God to use what he or she is given to use what God have already placed in our position. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, the Bible says in Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall, and he shall direct thy path. So people of God, the God of the universe never intended for leadership to be a one-man show. You see, leadership is always a team effort. It's always plural. So as a child of God, you must catch the spirit of the leader, the visionary, or go somewhere else. If you're not a partaker of the vision that God has given the man or woman of God, you're not in the right place. So, beloved, where there is a vision supported and carried out by a team, there will always be provision for those in ministry always remember this. You will never come to maturity as a son or a daughter of Christ until you receive your spiritual leader as a father in the ministry. It is very vital to pray and ask God to place you in a place, in a community of believers which he have already assigned for you to be to be in. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ. You as a believer in Christ, a question may be asked, are you a legal or a cleaver? Are you a leader or a cleaver? Because commitment is not known until it is tested. And relationship is not known until it is tested. So again, are you a leader or a cleaver? Only you know and God knows. Here in twenty twenty three. 
also loyalty is not known until it is tested. You see, the task of developing leaders, even now in 2023, should be a priority for every leader of his or her congregation. You see, people of God, in 2023, we as followers of Christ have to trust God with the little that he, that we have, that he would multiply his believer in Christ, give the little that you have, and God will give you his abundance. In Luke chapter 16, verse 10, it says, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much and he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. So brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus is able to take whatever we offer him and turn it into more than enough. People mind the things which are impossible with men, with men are possible with God. You see, one of life's principles teaches us to not despair over seemingly impossibilities, to not give up, but put it in God's hands. Pray about it. Turn it over to him and let God be God in everything that he say and do. Bible says here, I read the Bible, the book of instruction before leaving earth. The Word of God, which is a holy book. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus is able, again, to do, to take whatever we offer him and turn it into more than enough, as he did with the fire load and two fishes when he looked on the heaven. And blessed it, break it, and give it out to the disciples, to give to the people, that they may be filled to capacity, and afterwards picked up twelve baskets full of the fragments. That's the type of God that we serve. Bible says in John ten ten. But the thief came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So people of God, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. This is one of life's principles. It teaches us to not to not be despaired or not be troubled. Impossible situation that we see. But God look beyond what we see. We have to remember that God is a God that operates in the impossible, in the spirit realm. Here in the book of Matthew 14, verse 14 through 21, it tells us that the number of people needed to be fed were 
5,000 men besides women and children. And we count the wives and children of 5,000 men. This hungry multitude could easily have been over 20,000 people, for example. And all the disciples had to feed this multitude was five loaves and two fishes. But when they put it in the hands of the master, when they put it in the hands of the Lord, he blessed it. Look on to heaven and blessed it. And it multiplied the five loaves and two fishes fed over 5,000 men, such children and women and wives. Is the living God is a good God. The living Jesus already knew about the impossibility of the situation. He was only giving the disciples an opportunity to prove what they have already learned. A lot of times the reason why we don't step out in faith is because of fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of of whether it will work or not. We have to get out of ourselves and turn everything over to God. Put it in his hands. But realizing that we're not alone anymore. We've been brought for the price. I realize that it's not our responsibility for the end result. Our responsibility should be vessels used for the master's use to be his mouthpiece of hands and feet. Our responsibility is to show up and let God show up, but to be his extended hands and feet to do what thus says the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good and worthy to be praised. So, beloved, again, Jesus knew about the impossibility in this situation. He was not cut off, cut off God by the tremendous need of the multitude before him. Knows that he already knew what he would do. He was just checking the seed what the disciples would do. Then when we look at Matthew 14, verse 17 and 18, it says, And later the disciples said unto him, Jesus, We have here but five loaves, one loaves, and two small fishes. Jesus said, Bring them to me. God will multiply whatever you give to him. He said, Bobby Lowe's were pretty poor thing to offer to people during that time because barley was cheap and usually was preserved only as animal feed. And the fishes is referred as a tiny sort of fish that you would eat whole, bones and all, much like that of sardines. And all they had were, again, two 
of that such fish. But people of God, as a result of this challenge, the disciples clearly did not want anything to do with that problem. First Peter 5, verse 7 says, Casting all your cares upon him, for he cared for you. So people of God, when we face a challenge that is bigger than we have, the resources to accomplish, let us turn it over to Jesus because he already knows what he is going to do. Let us rest by being assured that he is simply testing us to see whether or not we will trust him again. Or we will trust him. Again, we're reminded in the scriptures which says in Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, trust in the Lord. But all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. Now thy way is acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Some believers in Christ, make sure that you are concerned with Jesus' concern. Make sure that your agenda is God's agenda. Put all your thoughts, put all your hunger, your, your questions, put all your doubts and your fear and unbelief to the side and just trust God. Rely on his ability to move in any situation that seems impossible. Yes, people of God in the scriptures read in Matthew 14, verse verse 14 through 21, the disciples were concerned about the lack of resource. They did not see how the need of the people could be met through the resources available to them. But Jesus didn't panic. He knew what he would have done, would do. So they proposed to send the people away so that they could take on their problem on their own. You see, the disciples were focused on the resources and not on the people, on the need for the people to eat. On the other hand, Jesus' attention was focused on the people and their need. Even though Jesus and the disciples needed a time of rest and solitude, Jesus was not bitter or resentful toward the fact that the multitude of people that followed him on foot from the surrounding communities, cities. See, when Jesus saw them, he was moved with love, with compassion for them. He loved he felt strongly and deeply for them and their needs. Jesus demonstrated his love and compassion for them by his actions. When we read in Mark 6, verse 34, it says when Jesus, when he came out and saw a great multitude of people, he was moved with compassion towards them because they were as sheep, not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. People of God, even though Jesus himself 
was tired and, and needed rest. Jesus welcomed the needed folks, the needed crowd, and gave himself for them, even to the point of teaching them. Jesus' actions demonstrate that his great concern in all of this was not resources. Jesus' greatest concern was not to avoid the situation. Beloved Jesus' greatest concern was the people and their needs. When we are reminded of Philippians 4, verse 19, it says, Well, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, whatever you give God, he will multiply it. Whatever you give to God, he will multiply it. See, when Jesus turned to his disciples and told them, to give the people something to eat. It was more than just a test for them. It was an expression of real genuine love for the people who had come to see him. Jesus cared about people's needs. Jesus cared about their needs being met. You see, people matter to him more than his own needs, more than his busy schedule, even more than seeing the impossibility of the situation itself of meeting the needs of all those around him, those that have journeyed to see him. Yes, beloved, believers in Christ, when I was following God, places of an impossible situation. God is not concerned so much about changing the situation as he is about changing us. You see, what God really wants from us is to conform our hearts to his own heart to let us, so let us in our impossible situations have the spiritual maturity to trust, to turn to our Lord in prayer rather than to panic in the situation that we are in. We are reminded in the book of Luke 18 verse 1. The big clause of the verse says, men ought to always pray and not faint or lose heart. So, beloved, may God change, change you that you look for his concern. First of all, child of God, when bring what you have to Jesus. See, Jesus gave the solution to the problem. He gave the solution to the problems to the disciples. He told them, bring the five barley loaves and two fishes to him. Yes, and he commanded the multitude 
to sit down on the bread. And Jesus took the five loaves, fireball loaves, and two fishes. And he looked up to heaven. He blessed them, broke them, and gave the loaves and the fishes to the disciples. And the disciples gave to the multitude. So they all ate and were filled. Then the disciples took up the remains of the fragments, twelve basketful, which remained. Not those who have eaten, again, were 5,000 men, besides women and children. Beloved, the miracle of the feeding of the multitude happened only because the disciples brought what was needed by a body loaf and two small fishes to Jesus. Here Jesus teaches us to bring what we have to him. And once we do that, so the impossible can become possible. Put it in the Lord's hand and watch him multiply. Watch him Make sure the needs are met. Make sure the people are filled to capacity. Here we see in the book of John 15, verse 5, it says, For without me you can't do nothing because of the verse. So be Jesus' command. Bring them here to me. People got problems, but never a problem for Jesus. We need to bring what we have to him in a personal and dependable way. You see, when we present our concern to the Lord in prayer, earnestly speaking about it, and intelligently speaking about our resources and limitations, we realize that without his help, it won't be taken care of. The next thing that we need to remember is to wait for his time. Notice what Jesus did. He had the disciples. He had the multitude. He had the multitude of the people to sit down. Jesus made people, made them to sit themselves into an organized fashion in order to get to get their food before he fed them. Then Jesus took the five barley loaves and two small fishes and looking up to heaven, he blessed them. And he took time and gave thanks to God to acknowledge him for his provision. Even if that provision seemed small and insignificant in human eyes, Jesus took the time to place the worship on his father over the urgency of the need. 
then he divided it up and distributed through his disciples. Jesus took the time to include the disciples and to use them. Jesus did not deny the disciples the privilege of being involved in a notable miracle that was taking place miraculously. As the disciples distributed the food to the people, the loaves and fishes multiplied over and over again until all were filled. Whatever you give God, he will multiply it. It has to be done by faith. Bible says in Hebrews 11 and 1 that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, but without faith it's impossible to please God. Them that come to God must believe that he is who he say he is, and he is the reward of them that diligently seek him. So remember, God will multiply whatever you give him sacrificially. So we must remember to wait on the Lord after we have brought our problems to him. The Bible says here in the book of Psalms, 37 verse 5, Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Brothers and sisters in Christ, again, we are talking about whatever you give God, put it in his saying, he will multiply it over and abundantly to make sure the needs are met. I mean, the question may be asked, are you a lever or are you a cleaver? Are you one when the situation gets tough, you ready to run? Are you, are you one that will, that, will, that will try to find a solution to the problem? Are you one that's just following the Lord for the problems? instead of getting involved in his agenda, these are all questions that you may, you have to ask yourself. In 2023, are you ready to make an impact upon your family, your friends, your community, your church, your state, your country? If that's the case, then we have to walk in obedience to what God asks us to do and be willing to do it. Be willing to get out, out, out of our comfort zone. Be willing to, to go the extra mile. Be willing to follow him. Regardless if, if we see a situation that is impossible, to give it over to him. To let him do what he knows know best. And him multiply it over and over again. Well, reminded in the book of John 10, verse 14, where it says, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, 
the God that we serve each time. But look, look, the God that we serve, he knows all by name, the very hairs on our head. The God of the universe, the one that is able, willing, and ready to meet our each and every need in our lives. That's the type of God that we serve. The one that needs us from but not sleep. The one that sits high but look low. The one that knows it all by name and there is on our head. Put our hand in the master's hand. Whatever God gives you to do, do it as unto the Lord and not as unto man. Remember again that we are not alone anymore. That we've been bought with a price. Remember that 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 when 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 it's when it's to the point where we can do it, we don't really need God in the situation. But when it becomes impossible, when it comes to the point where we don't know which way to go, when our back is against the wall, then we're gonna look onto the hills from which comes our help. Realizing that our help has to come from him. Our help has to come from the Lord. Because he, he knows, he knows better than we do what it will take. He knows what it will take in order to get the situation taken care of, in order to get the job done. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, I want to encourage you here tonight that whatever God asks you to do, whether small or, or big, to the point where you don't know what to do, remember, remember, whatever you give to the Lord, He will. He will. Bless it. He will multiply it. He will do his best and get the situation taken care of. We're all all reminded about God is the source of all resources. God God is the one that is able. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights who has no variousness. Our shadow of turning. Yes, God is, is never bankrupt. He he has no limit. He's able to feed people in the midst of a desert journey. He's able to supply our need, even in our, in our wilderness. In the wilderness where we see there is no hope. He's able to bring forth hope in a situation that seems hopeless. That's why my brothers and sisters in Christ, we must line up with what God has for us, with what God wants to do in us and through us in a world that seems to be filled with darkness, in a world that is that is that is that is dark 
where sin is running rapid through the land. In a world where every time we turn around, there's news that is unfavorable. There's news that, that, that if we listen to it, we'll always be defeated. But I stopped by on this Tuesday night in the month of June to encourage you to look on to the hills from which come to your help. To encourage you, because the word says in Psalms 46, verse 1, that our God is a present help in times of need, time of trouble. We can look on to the hills from which come our help, our help coming from him. God loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who came down from heaven took upon himself the form of a man, took upon himself down here, became a man here on planet Earth, walked among us, tempted in all areas, as we are, but yet without sin, came that ultimate sacrifice for all mankind, took upon himself the sin of all, place it on his shoulder, came the ultimate sacrifice. The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there'd be no remission of sin. Jesus Christ satisfied the penalty that was made available for our sacrifice for the sins that we have committed. The Bible says that he was brought to judgment hall by the Pharisees and Sadducees and all those religious seeds. And he was judged and the king at that particular time named Pilate questioned him. He said, I'm not a mumbling word. And after questioning him, he told the people he see no wrong in him. And they brought a bowl of water, a pot of bowl of water and a towel. He washed his hand and dried it and dried him off and said he found no fault. What is there you want him to do with with Jesus? And they said, Crucify him. Crucify him. The same Jesus that died for us. That same Jesus that placed upon him a crown of thorns on his head. That placed a robe on his shoulders. That mocked him. That spit on him. That pulled his beard. That same Jesus that made a cross for him placed upon his shoulders. He drug it from Judgment Hall all the way to a place called the Place of Skull. He was nailed on his old rugged cross. They placed spikes on, through the palm of his hand. 
to the ankles of his feet. They raised him high and they stretched him wide. That same Jesus on the cross. Back to a drink of water. They placed upon a spear, a sponge filled with vinegar. Then the drink. That same Jesus. They pierced him inside. And when he came to the place, before giving up his spirit and took God's hand, he said, Father, forgive them, but they know not what they do. When they pierced him inside, water and blood came trembling down. Started roaring. Lightning started flashing. Dead. That was in the grave. Came out and started walking among the living. The sky got real dark. That same Jesus. They took him off that cross, placed him in a barrack, placed him in a borrowed tomb. And after three days, he rose up with power from on high. Power was given to him on heaven in heaven as well as here on earth. That same Jesus was looking for the disciples that was locked up in hiding. That same Jesus gave them instruction after 40 days, told them to go tarry at Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit to come before he ascended. He gave them their assignment. The Bible says after he ascended on high, 10 days after he ascended on high, the disciples was in one heart, one mind, and one accord in the upper room. And the promise of the Holy Spirit manifested himself while they was praying in one heart, one mind, and in one accord. And said the Holy Spirit descended upon them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And it evidence of speaking in other tongues. And after they got filled with the Holy Spirit, according to the book of Acts, Peter stood up and went and preached the gospel. And in one service, 3,000 souls got saved because power was loose in their behalf. So when we look around in 2023, that same God that did the miraculous back then is the same God that is able to move in your situation as well as mine when it becomes impossible for us to wonder and see how it will be done. Remember, whatever you put, whatever you give God, in his hand, he will multiply. God bless you. God keep you.
my prayer here tonight. Let's we bring this lesson to a close. We just hope and pray that something that was said that will that will encourage you for this week's journey. If you would like to reach Dudley or Lisa Tebow, you can reach us at P.O. Box 92864, 19-7-0-5-0-9. Again, you can reach us at CFA Ministries, excuse me, Western Lucian Faith Ministries, Dudley or Lisa Tebow at P.O. Box 92864, May God keep you and bless you. Have a blessed God's will in Jesus Terry. We'll meet at the same time on Friday. God bless. Have a nice and blessed night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.